1: This episode of the Dogs Podcast is sponsored by Buckeye Law Group. Browns fans, the 2022 season was anything but pain-free. Unfortunately, that just comes with the territory of being a Browns fan. But if you're experiencing a different kind of pain, Buckeye Law Group could be your solution. If you've been injured in a car accident, slip and fall, or a work accident, call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. And their attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. So don't make the mistake of calling just any attorney. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAYNE. After 911, call 411. 1-800-411-PAYNE buckeye law group 1300 east 9th street suite 1210 cleveland ohio proud fans of the cleveland browns just like you
2: yo dog pack it's dogs podcast time coaches are staying coaches are leaving an underwhelming divisional playoffs let's break it down boys welcome to the dogs
1: podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John
2: Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbooks. Make sure you guys get your bets in for the AFC and NFC Championship games this weekend. Please bet responsibly. We don't want to be the reason that your life falls apart. Uh, just, but if
1: we're the reason why you guys made a lot of money,
2: yes, throw a little bit our way. Yeah, remember Join the Patreon us. or something. Yeah, you know? remember us. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail in the drop-down menu. Uh, we like getting new intros. We like getting your guys' thoughts, whether it's on playoff football, something Browns-related. You know, We're always open for voicemails, not just during the season. Um we're going to get into some playoff divisional talk. We're going to introduce the Mad Dog Awards. We're getting ready to come up on the third annual Mad Dog uh, Awards, which is everybody's favorite time of the year. You know, it's award season. You got the yes. Academy Awards. The Mad Dogs are pretty much on the same level. Uh, we're going to talk about Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Got a lot of fun stuff to get into today. Uh, but before we do, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer to just listen to the podcast, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member on the Patreon page. We offer a lot of cool stuff on there. You get an extra episode every week, which isn't always about football. We always put a post out on the Patreon, and you guys get to decide... What that episode's about. Uh, we've had Patreon members come on to the After Hours show and they host it. Uh, you get access to the private Discord um, during football season. We do Fantasy Leagues. We give away uh, Dog Pack Member of the Month merch every month. So it's a good time for everybody. You get to hang out with us more. You get to meet Bronze fans from all over the world. So if you're looking for more content, you need something to get you through the offseason, jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member. So, like I mentioned in the opening, it's awards season we're coming up on the 30th annual Dog Pack or Mad Dog Awards. <laughs> mad Dog Awards.
1: Dog Pack. Mad Dog. Uh, about dogs all day.
2: And I feel like if you ask the Browns, what's more important to them, like playoff wins, Super Bowls, division MVPs, titles. division titles, they would almost unanimously say. I want to win a mad dog award this year. That's mm-hmm. right. We've heard that from some <laughs> yes. big names. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> you're going to, the way this works, if you're new to the show, basically you can go to the link that will be provided. It's also the dogspodcast.com slash vote. Okay. But also check the description (laughs) in this video uh, if you can't remember that part. Uh, We'll make it as easy as possible for you. And they're all on there, and you vote. And then in two weeks, when we close voting and we record the episode, we will announce the winners and give everybody their prize. And by their prize, I mean play the cool clap button that plays fake clapping over the episode, and we all cheer for the guy. So it's a good time for everybody. Uh, It's a good way to get you guys all involved. And we like to just kind of recognize – Brown's players who did cool stuff this year. Doesn't even wars sound like?
0: real uh, Nice.
2: There it is. Uh, we didn't even plan that, guys. That's how. That's how we're running. Like What's such Josh a well-oiled <laughs> machine over here.
0: Well, I was like, I know
2: I have this sound somewhere. <laughs> Found uh, it. So we're going to go ahead here and give you guys what the categories are and who the nominees are. Um, The first is the Young Pup Award, which is the Rookie of the Year. Uh, The nominees are wide receiver David Bell. He had 24 catches, 214 yards, and zero touchdowns, so hopefully he doesn't win. Uh, (laughs) Cornerback Martin Emerson Jr., 63 tackles, 15 pass defense, uh, one sack, one tackle for loss, zero picks. Kicker Cade York, twenty-four-thirty two uh on field goals made, seventy-five percent field goal percentage. Along of fifty eight yards, you know, week one to put a, give us the W over Carolina, thirty-five thirty-seven on extra points, which is ninety-four point six, and I believe he was all rookie kicker. Yeah. So um You know, I know we were all frustrated with him at times this year, but for a rookie kicker, he had a pretty good year. Uh, Defensive end Alex Wright, 28 tackles, five pass uh, defense and two tackles for loss. And defensive tackle Perry on Winfrey, 22 tackles, two pass defense to half a sack and one tackle for loss. Uh, He really kind of came on late. I have a feeling I know who's going to win this one, um, but you know. So
1: the last two years we had two categories. It was the offensive and defensive rookies of the year, but this year – There's no offensive rookies. Yeah, there's no offensive, and it's like kind of struggling to fill out defensive uh, candidates for this, too. Well, as
2: the Browns roster gets better, which this is supposedly a better roster, rookies are going to have less and less of an impact. Mm -hmm. So that's that's just kind of normal. Um, But yeah, so that Young Pup Award, uh, we'll throw it over here to Justin. All right, I have the Air Bud
0: Golden Receiver, who is the Best Pass Catcher of the Year award. Uh, nominees are Amari Cooper, 78 catches on 132 targets for 1160 yards and nine touchdowns, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, 61 catches on 96 targets for 839 yards and three touchdowns, and then, of course, the Chief, 58 catches on 80 targets for 628 yards and four touchdowns.
2: Um, I feel like that category, there's usually a clear number one winner, And this year there is, but I would say... I would say of all the years we've done this though, this is the closest there is. Yeah. I feel like you could make an argument for either one, of for, them. For, for you know, all of them. So yes, th- that's exciting. <laughs> yep. Okay. So third
1: category would be the guard dog award. This is the best lineman and I will save the absolute loser for last. So we've got left guard, Joel <laughs> Batonio played 1172 snaps allowed only one sack, 20 pressures and committed just four penalties Center, Ethan Posick, 819 snaps, allowed two sacks, 10 pressures, one penalty. Wyatt Teller, right guard, played 927 snaps. He gave up four sacks, 26 pressures, and committed six penalties. Right tackle, Jack Conklin, 913 snaps, two sacks, allowed 13 pressures, and he committed 10 penalties. And the clear loser, LT, left tackle, Jedrick Wills, 1,152 snaps, gave up Six sacks, 41 pressures, more than, or almost double the, the next highest, and uh, committed a lovely 10 penalties. I think we
2: probably remember them all. 41 pressures, man. <laughs> when I was putting the stats in your here, nom- I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, wow, so.
0: he sucked this year. It's almost three times. What a pleasure years. to be nominated for a Mad Dog Award. I mean, good for you guys. That's, I, you know, he's that's only
2: rough. in
1: here so people can see. The stats <laughs>
2: uh, that that's, that's rough. Yeah. Um, so then we're going to have the homeward bound yes. comeback player of the year award, uh, quarterback, Deshaun Watson, 1,102 yards, seven touchdowns, five interceptions, 58.2% completion percentage, a 79.1 rating of 38.6 QBR, 175 rushing yards and a touchdown. QB, Jacoby Brissett, 2,608 yards, 12 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 64% completion percentage, an 88.9 rating, a 59.7 QBR, 243 rushing yards, and 2 touchdowns. D-tackle Taven Bryant, 26 tackles, three sacks, two tackles for loss, and one pass defense. Linebacker Deion Jones, who he acquired midseason, 44 tackles, two and a half sacks, one forced fumble, six tackles for loss, three pass defense, and one interception. And linebacker Tony Fields, 48 tackles, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, one tackle for loss, one pass defense, one interception, and one touchdown. I actually think there's some decent options in there. Mm -hmm. There's there's some players who who had some maybe not – All star type years, but compared to what they had been doing, like pretty good seasons.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who bounced back after you know maybe a down last year. Yep. Yeah.
2: Whatever. Yeah. All right. I
0: have the dog pound dog, the unsung hero fan favorite award. Uh, We'll start off with our guy, safety De'Anthony Bell, 14 tackles and an absolute dog on special teams and a pleasure of a person. Uh, just vote for him. Yes. <laughs> Don't
1: vote for anybody else. Uh, just, I'm just kidding. We're not swaying anything. No, but no, we'll vote for him. no. Vote for him. Vote for him, vote for I him did, please. Three times. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs>
0: uh, second up, we have running back Jerome Ford. Uh, 30 kick returns, 723 yards, uh, 24.1 yards on return. Uh, our punter, Corey,
2: is it? I think it's Bohorquez.
0: Bohorquez, <laughs> good. We can't even pronounce his name. Corey B. I yeah. think it's
2: Corey B. <laughs> I think it's Bojo Orquez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well done. Uh, Sixty-one punts, uh, twenty-nine hundred and fifty-nine yards, uh, forty-eight point five uh, yards a punt. Uh, long seventy-six. That's solid. That's solid enough that you'd get his name right. You know, if you're announcing, <laughs> you know, you know award. what?
1: He, he played solid enough this year that we don't know how to say his name because they didn't have to say it very often. <laughs>
0: they probably did. We just weren't paying attention. <laughs> we were too uh, mad at yeah like, penalty just like, oh. we just gave up. Uh, linebacker Tony Fields, 48 tackles, one pass defense, one forced fumble, one fumble return, one interception, one tackle for loss, and a touchdown. Um, and defensive end uh, Chase Winovich, 20 tackles, one pass defense, one sack, one tackle for loss.
1: I feel like every time the punter came out, the, the situation was probably like sitting on your couch. Damn it, Wills. Yeah. Another one? You got to be kidding me. I can't believe uh, we didn't. Wait, convert what was the punter's um, name? Ah,
2: third and 16. <laughs> uh, we had, this is the first year. This will be a, a, the first time the award has gone to somebody other than Dearness Johnson.
1: Very true. The first two years. Oh. Yeah. The
2: first two years, he was a back dog. To back frog. winner. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, next category every dog has his day award performance of the year. So who had the best? Performance, running back Nick Chubb in week five versus the Chargers. We lost, but he had 17 carries for 134 yards. That was good for 7.88 a carry and two touchdowns. Uh, Week three versus the Steelers in a victory. Tight end David Njoku caught nine of 10 targets for 89 yards and a touchdown. Wide receiver Amari Cooper caught eight of 12 for 113 yards and two touchdowns. Week 11 versus the Bills. We lost. Uh, Quarterback Jacoby Brissett, 28 of 41 for 324 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Again, that was week 11 at the Bills, and we lost. Corner (laughs) – I mean, it happened quite a bit this year, but cornerback Martin Emerson Jr., he had four tackles, four pass defense, and a complete lockdown on Mike Evans in week 12 versus the Buccaneers, which was a win. And we've got safety Grant Delpit, seven tackles, two picks, two pass defense, week 17 at the Commanders, a game we won.
2: So I'm not – I know, like – Chubb and and Joku and Cooper, they had some good games. Man, to me, this is down between Emerson or Delpit.
1: Yeah, those were definitely some solid memories. Martin Emerson shutting
2: down Mike Evans, and then I think the very next week or two weeks later, he torched the Panthers Mm -hmm. for how many touchdowns? Like two or three touchdowns, or
0: something like (laughs) three and two hundred yards. Man, yeah. So my bench in fantasy. Yeah, (laughs) just
1: remember the other cornerback that shuts down Mike Evans is Marshawn Lattimore. So. Good job, Martin Emerson. That was a mm-hmm. hell of a game.
2: Yep. And then Delpit against the commanders. That was, that was like his best game as a pro. Yeah, for sure. So the, to me, that's, it's a tough decision between those two. But the, we actually had, despite the record being what it was, we had some guys have some good games this year. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. and Joku game against the Steelers in week three, me and Justin were there. He time. was unguardable. Yep. He was open the whole game. It was, it was, I thought his best game as a pro. Um, So then we have the dog trick play of the year. We got Cade York's 58 yard field goal to beat the Panthers in week one. Nick Chubb's four missed tackles on his 41 yard TD run against the Chargers in week five. David Njoku's one handed TD catch to tie the game against the Bucs in week 12. I mean, that's the clear winner. Uh, <laughs> or Denzel Ward's fumble recovery for a TD against the Texans in week 13. It's easily either Cade York or David Njoku. That David Joku won at the time, we thought, saved potentially saved the season. You know, still gave us a chance to the playoffs. His post game. Uh, interview about mm, it. Yeah, like, that was awesome. All, it's to me that's the easy winner. <laughs> but you know, whatever
0: you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I've offensive top dog the offensive player of the year award. We have wide receiver Amari Cooper. Uh, we hit this earlier, but seventy eight catches for eleven hundred and sixty yards and nine touchdowns. Running back Nick Chubb, fifteen hundred and twenty five yards, twelve touchdowns, twenty seven receptions, two hundred and thirty nine yards and a touchdown. And then also quarterback Jacoby Brissett, 2,608 yards for 12 touchdowns, six interceptions, 64% completion uh, percent, 88.9 rating, and a 59.7 QER.
2: You got to think Jacoby's only in 11 games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, like looking at Nick Chubb's numbers, I mean, we heard all year, like, got to give him the ball more. You got to
2: use him more. He almost had 2,000 all-purpose yards. Well, it's crazy. And is the most carries he's right? ever had. No, nah, the, the people who are like – there's more to it. You can't just give the ball to Nick Chubb 20 times. Correct. If that was the case, we would just start the, every game with 20 Nick Chubb handoffs in a row, and, it, and the other team would leave. Right. <laughs> we
0: can't come back from this. Did yeah.
2: That was his 20th carry. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: All right. Next, we got defensive top dog, defensive player of the year award. We've got defensive end Miles Garrett. He had 16 sacks, 60 tackles, 18 tackles for loss, and two forced fumbles. Cornerback Denzel Ward, 3 picks, 15 pass defense, uh, 53 tackles, 1 tackle for loss, and 2 touchdowns. Safety John Johnson III, 101 tackles, 1 pick, 4 pass defense, 2 forced fumbles, 2 fumble recoveries, a half a sack, and 4 tackles for loss. Safety Grant Delpit, 105 tackles, 4 picks, 10 passes defensed, and four tackles for loss. And linebacker Sione Takitaki with seventy-one tackles, one sack, one forced fumble, and four tackles for loss.
2: This got to be Miles, right? <laughs>
0: Guys, if you're voting, just just be yourselves and just be independent. (laughs) I mean,
2: don't be swayed. He tied his (laughs) record. He tied his franchise record again. Uh, I thought down the stretch he was playing like some of the best ball that we've seen him play consistently in a while. And I think like Grant Delpit's numbers look good. And then you remember that he also had, you forgot (laughs) to put on here, 18 busted coverages. Yeah. Uh, John Johnson had 101 tackles. Imagine how many more he'd have if he tried. Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm just, kidding like I think some of that's <laughs> overblown but uh you know it's I mean? pretty good though I mean it's it's fair it, uh so to me I mean that that's miles and then uh best in show uh so team MVP Nick Chubb, 1,525 yards, 12 touchdowns, 27 receptions, 239 yards, and a touchdown. Mark Cooper had 78 catches on 132 targets for 1160 in yards and nine touchdowns. Both of those are near the top in his career highs, actually. Um, and he played 11 games with a backup and six games with a rusty quarterback. So, yep. Good trade for Andrew Barry. Uh, Dean Miles Garrett, 16 tackles, 60, uh, 16 sacks, 60 tackles, 18 for a loss, and two forced fumbles. Denzel Ward, 13 interceptions, 15 pass defense, <laughs> 53 tackles, one tackle for loss, two touchdowns. Uh, and Grant Delpit, we have 105 tackles, four interceptions, 10 pass defense, and four tackles for loss. I think you saw at times like what Grant Delpit can be. If yeah, we, oh yeah, if for sure.
0: Right. It's fair.
1: And if we had to get a decent coordinator in there, which, which we did, hopefully. I believe we did. Yes. Yeah. So, it's hard to say anything for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. I want to go back to you said uh, <laughs> uh, who was it? Denzel Ward had 13 interceptions. We did not do that well
2: no I must have read that wrong yeah that was the parenthesis it was three interceptions <laughs> you mean that, that really curvy one there <laughs> you should have said I <laughs> that wasn't he did not have 13 no uh, it's fine man but those are the all the those are the awards uh, categories and all the nominations congratulations to all the nominees except for Jed Wills uh, <laughs> yeah you weren't really nominated um Man, no wonder it's tough to get Browns players on this show. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just being stupid. No, uh, we just call it like it is. He played absolute ass this year. <laughs> two of the three of us don't get much sleep. Uh <laughs> We have we have well, I guess his kids aren't that young anymore. They're just Kind of evil. Yeah. It's bad now. <laughs> uh, but no, so congrats to all the nominees. Those are the awards. We will do the Mad Dogs the episode before the Super Bowl. So you got two weeks to get your votes in. Please vote. Uh, share the link. Have your friends vote, even if they don't listen to the show have them vote and then tell them to listen to the show but the more votes the the better it's kind of sucks to be like the winner of the rookie of the year award with six votes (laughs) that's where you just don't we
0: stop I think the first year we didn't even do votes like we were just like with 34% of the total vote it was like four votes the first year was rough it was tough last year we had last year we had a decent
2: amount of votes we did we had a lot last year let's continue that Uh, so please vote uh, and tell all your friends to vote it makes it more fun uh, the more uh, part Participation we get.
1: Yeah, share the link, everything, because yeah. it'll be you know posted on socials. So just absolutely.
2: Yeah. So again, we do appreciate you guys' participation. You make the show more fun.
1: This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl fifty seven, new customers can bet just five dollars and get two hundred in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, you can still feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Which games, which players are you guys looking at this week?
2: Man, I'm, take, I'm keeping an eye on some first touchdown scores because those are your biggest uh, payouts <laughs> okay. for low-dollar right. bets. So I'm looking at maybe uh, either Travis Kelsey or Jamar Chase to score first in that Bengals-Chiefs game. I haven't decided yet. And then when we look at that Niners-Eagles, I'm looking at either Christian McCaffrey or A.J. Brown. I haven't made my decision yet, but that's what I'm keeping an eye on. Pretty good odds there. What do you think, mm. Justin? I, I
0: like Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard. In the Philly game. Okay. And then the other one, I mean, obviously, which Cincinnati uh, offensive player do you want to pick? I'll say T. Higgins. All
1: right. Well, a lot of weapons to pick from there, but go download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships. Get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook using the code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whatever is going on in your life, BetterHelp could be a great option for you. BetterHelp is convenient, flexible, affordable therapy that's custom built for you. And best of all, it's 100% online so you don't have to leave the comfort of your home. And finding the right person is just as easy. Just fill out a short questionnaire and it'll match you with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for any reason at no additional charge. Look, we all have stuff we're carrying around. And finding someone that you can just talk to, a professional to just talk through it, It really, truly helps. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash dogs, D-A-W-G-S today for 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com
2: slash dogs. Now we're going to move into some divisional playoff talk games. I guess that Niners-Cowboys game was good. Mm -hmm. um, Closer than... uh, I originally thought the Niners might roll them a little bit, and then... I remember that the Cowboys do have a very good defense Yes, Um, and the Niners are starting a a rookie quarterback who I think is the future. Maybe we'll talk about that. Um, (laughs) But uh, were you surprised to see, uh, to me the surprise of the week was how bad the Eagles beat the Giants. And not just, I thought, I didn't know how healthy Jalen Hurts was. And I I wasn't, when we talked about this last week, I wasn't trying to think, like, discredit what the Eagles had done. I just thought if Jalen Hurts' shoulder was banged up still and the Giants were kind of playing well, you know, it would be a closer game. I mean, they've steamrolled them. Yeah. This was a
1: way different, like, that score at halftime, whenever... So, you think about the Chargers lead over the Jaguars the week before. It was a huge lead, but it was like... I still didn't... You, who said that last week? I still didn't feel like it was completely over. Like, there was still a little bit of hope there. Man, at halftime, that Eagles game against the Giants, I was like, it was this over. is over, man. Yeah, They're not coming over. back.
0: They... uh On on both sides of the ball, they are... I mean, I, I it's hard to look at another roster, like, in the league and go, man, there's, like, no holes there. I feel like Philly's like that. They're... They have one of the best offensive lines. They have weapons everywhere. Jalen Hurts is... I mean, he makes them go, and they are dominant.
2: Uh, I thought my my early Super Bowl pick out of the NFC was the Niners easily. I think this Niners-Eagles game... It's going to be good. It's going to be yeah. insane, yeah. Because I don't know if you, if you guys watch much Niners football. Well, We have a friend who's a Niners fan, and I'm, I don't want to say I'm a Niners fan. Obviously, I'm not, but when the Browns aren't playing, I, I tend to yeah. watch them some. And... They just they punish you. Yep. Like I just pray that the Browns play defense like that one day. Every tackle is bone crushing. Yep. They they just have an attitude about them. But the Eagles got that, <laughs> yeah, that nasty too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, like this, the difference in this game might be what quarterback plays best. Exactly. I was
1: just gonna say the Eagles have the playmaker at quarterback where Purdy's playing well for the 49ers, but he's not the dynamic playmaker that hurts is where hurts will make something happen if there's nothing
2: there. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, this is the I think I mean this is this is gonna be a good game. Yes.
1: Yeah, what about the other game? You think it's gonna be
2: a good game? Uh, I kind of have a feeling the Bengals might steamroll the Chiefs.
0: I got that feeling Whew. too. It's crazy.
2: The they got their number already. And I, I originally thought the Chiefs would, would win this game. That was before Pat Mahomes got a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. And I just think if Mahomes can't be Mahomes, they're they're done. And no, because Burrow is Burrow and I mean,
1: I was just talking to somebody about this today. I said, you know, I freaking hate the Bengals. But <laughs> yes. it's it's hard to watch a Bengals game and not watch Joe Burrow and say, Damn, he's good. You oh, he's oh, good. he's, good. Oh, he's God, good. He's so
2: good. He's and, he's that good. And, and the here's the thing that sucks too is like I, I, I'll hate him because he's on a division rival, but Joe Shiesty's a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. obviously I hate him. I don't ever want him to win a Super Bowl. I hope he never wins one. But it also, at the same time, he's like a huge Cavs fan. It's like, this guy should be on the Browns. Yep. <laughs> Hang, <laughs> you know just what hangs I mean? out yeah. with the Cuddy he, in his free time. Yeah, you know? he should be on like Cleveland's real football team. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? So I could like this guy, but right. as it stands, I just, I just can't. But, um, no, I think, I kind of had a feeling they were going to beat the Bills. I didn't like the way the Bills were playing down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they took them behind the woodshed. And then uh, I just think if Mahomes was healthy, I think this is like an uh, an epic battle. Yes. And I've, I thought originally it's going to be tough to beat the Chiefs four times in a row. This one's in arrowhead. I just thought that would be tough. But if Mahomes is going to be gimped, and he can say whatever he wants, and you can rehab. Uh, high ankle sprains are thought of sometimes as worse than breaking your ankle. You see it
1: hold guys out for five, six weeks at a time, and then they're Minimum. not the same when they come back. Yes. Yep. So <laughs> to play on that the very next week, he's not going to be good. And,
2: and part of what makes Mahomes so great is his, like, backyard football abilities. You saw that,
1: like, the first part of that game before he hurt himself. He was making some throws. Did you see that one throw where he, like, squatted down and just kind of threw his sidearm around the guy, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he just stood there with his arm out, like, watched it go? That's nasty. He just did, like, a like a pose. I'm like, this guy's a.
2: He's so, oh, he's so good. He's so good. It's ridiculous. I think I don't know if he'll ever win as many Super Bowls as Brady, but as long as he plays for for a long time and he's and he stays healthy, he's going to be the best ever. Yeah, that's I mean fair.
1: that's kind of remind now taking Super Bowls out of the picture, obviously because Brady just won so freaking many of them. But you think about like Aaron Rodgers, like through his prime, how he was just like you watch him, you're like he's an artist out there throwing the ball. That's a, that's Mahomes, you know. Yes. Every week, you just know he's going to put up numbers.
2: Like outside of Brady, winning two puts you like in very good company. Yeah, you are getting a jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably. I mean, Eli's probably
0: going to get a jacket. You know what I mean? Right? So yeah. Brady just yeah, that's an outlier. He's
2: got what yeah. six or six, he's got seven now, right? Yeah. Brady, right. We have one wild. for
1: each finger, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So it's like he only has seven fingers.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but um, yeah, so like I don't know if you can use the Super Bowl argument. Um, but I just, I think he's going to dwarf like every number. It's fair. You know what I mean? It's almost like LeBron to Michael Jordan comparison where MJ is always going to have his six and O in the finals, but it like you can, I mean, LeBron's going to go down as maybe the best ever. Mm. He's going to beat Michael Jordan in every single category. And people will say, well, it's a team game. Mm-hmm. A lot of times Brady won those championships because it like scoring no touchdowns. Well, they shouldn't have beat the Seahawks. That one, <laughs> you know, you know what, what I mean? So, so um, but, yeah, I, I just think Mahomes is going to be special. And Joe Burrow is is right up there. He, he's, I, I am interested to see, though, if they give Joe Burrow crazy money and they can't roll out T. Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, mm. Hurst, Jamar Ch- Joe Burrow, so far in his career, the one year he played not with the best players, at skill positions, he was blah his first year at LSU. And then he played with uh, Jamar Chase. Did he have Jefferson, too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Pretty you, decent. They're literally, you know what I mean? And he had uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I know he played in the SEC, but even all the talent they had, that's one of the most talented teams in football history. Mm-hmm. And now he comes to the Bengals, and he's got Chase, Higgins. I mean, he's got the best wide receiver corps in the NFL. And he's never played with – he's never had to be, like – the guy who's elevating a Donovan Peoples Jones, you know what I mean? And I think he's really, really good. But I'm just interested to see if they give him a big bag, and they have to let a couple of these guys walk. What happens? That's fair. I
0: think too. As good as Joe Burrow is, and as as great as they've been, I don't think anybody's talking about Cincinnati's defense. Their defense is playing lights out. Yep. I mean, literally. So. Last year we said they kind of cakewalked in, right? They were like, oh, it it's kind of late in the Super Bowl." No, the <laughs> Baltimore, I, they, I know they didn't have Lamar, but their defense is nasty, yep. and their defense won them that. Since his defense won them that game, basically.
2: well, and, and I think they're they're on a nine game win streak now, and they played, they played, you know, last year they played a fourth place schedule mm-hmm. or a third place schedule. Um, I'm pretty sure because the, the the Ravens finished fourth last year. In case any Ravens fans <laughs> forgot, uh, <laughs> but. Um, this year, they played a first-place schedule, and uh, they started a little slow, and we thought maybe Super Bowl hangover, and then they just turned it on and haven't yeah. lost since. Before they played us the first time, they hadn't given up a second-half touchdown. That's wild. Wow. We were the first team to score a second-half touchdown on them the, f- the first time we played them this year. Their defense, the problem is their defense doesn't have any like, huge stars, No, but they're just <clears> solid <throat> everywhere. And they've lost
0: a lot of guys, too. And it just it's next man up. Yeah, and they're still very, very good. We it's kind of, be a great
2: game. We kind of you know, give Zach Taylor some shit sometimes, but maybe he's better than what we think.
1: Well, their offense helps that defense a lot because you know if you can go down and score real quick a couple yeah. times, now all of a sudden you just you kind of neutralize one side, you know, one thing that the other team wants to yep. do on
0: offense, make it one dimensional, one dimensional. Yeah, even when they got up early, I was like, oh man, I mean, Buffalo's still very dangerous, and they. I could tell, I, I just felt like, ooh, the way think they're shutting people off, uh, Diggs was a non-factor in the game. I think
2: if DeMar Hamlin thing doesn't happen, I think the Bengals do this to the Bills twice. Oof.
1: They, yeah. they went right down the field That's on fair. the first time, too. Yeah. Like and Swiss cheese. Josh Allen has not looked exactly the same as he did before that little elbow injury of his earlier. You remember that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was what maybe I'm... Month or month and a half ago or something, where that happened, and then like, it was
0: questionable. Like two weeks he was before play. the Cleveland game, yeah. So, so I think that was week eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. Or
2: well, so we'll segue this. Then is has day ball leaving affected Josh Allen, or is his elbow affecting Josh Allen? Well,
1: what was it? How how was he turning the ball over before the elbow? Because
0: I saw his his, his rookie year. I remember him being a little loose. Yeah, but what about and then? He tightened year? it up the next two years a lot.
2: Um I know he was playing pretty out of his mind early in the year. Yeah. And uh um,
0: I bet you if you look at his stat line even we could say, Oh, it was a disappointing year, I guess, for Josh Allen. I bet you his stat line
2: is outrageous. Do we know do we know what week he hurt his elbow? He had forty two hundred, he had four thousand <laughs> <Yeah>. two hundred and eighty three <laughs> yards, thirty five touchdowns, fourteen interceptions, and a seventy one QBR. yard. Yeah, people are going I'll give me that all Josh day. Josh Allen's done. He's done. He's, he's uh looking a roll rough. He's done. Um we don't know. Um do we know for sure what week he got hurt? Uh I can look it up. We'd it have to look Jets. it up.
0: It was the Jets game. They played the Jets. Oh, that's
2: right. Yep. Okay. So before the Jets gave me, let's see here, 19 of 31 for 254, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, 15 of 26, 172 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Miami, uh, 25 of 40, 304 yards, four touchdowns and no picks. So through three weeks, he had um, nine touchdowns to only three interceptions and had thrown for. Ugh, Almost 700-some yards. And then against the Jets, 16-27, to 27, 147 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. That's the game he hurt the elbow. Also, the Jets have great corners. A fantastic mm-hmm. defense. You know what I mean? Yep. And then since then, you see um, his completion percentage, 57, 52, 52, 50. I mean, it's hard to tell. If, if the elbow injury didn't happen to be a lot easier time. Now, we didn't give Baker Mayfield any slack last year for playing hurt. We said if you're out there, you got to play well. I would say that Josh Allen's not playing well. is seventh in the league in passing, tied for second in touchdowns, and tied for second in total QBR. And Baker Mayfield's not playing right. well with an injury was worst quarterback in the league. Right.
1: But the other thing that Josh Allen led the league in this year was turnovers, which is something that I saw on Twitter here. They were talking about Brian Dable and how – before this season, Daniel Jones led the NFL his whole career with 65 interceptions and fumbles prior to this year. And then this year? Three, right? Uh, five. Only five picks. Daniel I Jones. mean,
2: five picks, and then he only fumbled twice. Right. And lost one.
1: Correct. And Josh Allen led the entire league in tur- like total turnovers this year. So, Dable leaving, and then you just think about that. You take a turnover-prone guy like Josh Allen early in his career. It was terrible. This guy kind of coaches that out of him. Then he leaves, all of a sudden this guy's doing turnovers again. He goes and coaches the other quarterback who's ridiculous with turnovers, and he quits turning the ball
2: over. And Josh Allen starts turning it over again. Exactly. And and I know his his elbow might have been hurting a little bit, but like we said with a, a bad shoulder didn't make Baker Mayfield not see the defender. A bad elbow didn't make Josh Allen not see the now, maybe he doesn't maybe he's making throws that healthy he'd fit it into that window and who knows. But I, I think there's something to be said, like about Daniel Jones coming way down in turnovers, and as soon as he gets with day ball, and as soon as he leaves day ball, his intercept his me, turnovers a, spike back up.
1: That's a bigger indicator of the day ball effect because Daniel Jones was trash before yeah. this year. I mean, we, we right. per, pretty much were like, well, he's done in New York. He's probably going to maybe be a backup. Like he's going to fizzle out if he's lucky. Not yeah, yeah, if he's lucky. Now all of a sudden this year it's like Oh well, shoot, they he might, made a huge now they're going to bring year. him back. And yeah. it's today's episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Kick off 2023 the right way and stock up on the best tasting meats you can get with Omaha Steaks. Right now, you can get up to 55% off the most delicious foods Omaha Steaks has to offer, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Best yet, when you use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Even the savings are the most delicious you can find. We are an Omaha Steaks household myself. The freezer is always stocked full. We're headed into the cold, dreary months of the year. So right now is the best time to load up your freezer and make the dinner decision an easy one for you and your family. Order your favorites a la carte or select from Omaha's pre-sorted package specials and try some of everything. Whatever you do, make sure you grab the caramel apple tartlets for dessert. They are absolutely awesome. So head to omahasteaks.com right now. Take advantage of up to 55% off the best meats you can get. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at checkout, and get that extra $30 off your order. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code DOGS. Happy eating, everybody.
2: Then that brings us to our next point then. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, you're hearing a lot of this now. It's kind of been thought of last year and coming into this year, like, the rival and the only thing close to mahomes was josh allen uh. <laughs> hopefully you couldn't hear that <laughs> um, but is it really joe burrow who, who who are you taking joe burrow josh allen
1: right cuz i've been hearing a lot of the, like the new brady um manning is mahomes allen and then of course you know on one of the broad, or the pregame things they were talking they were throwing Roethlisberger in there cuz those three were like Every year was one of those three in the yes. AFC Championship. So now it's the Allen Mahomes Burrow. Mm-hmm.
2: Who 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 you think's better?
0: What do you think, Justin? <laughs> so it's crazy with Josh Allen. You you take the good with the bad, right? He can do things that nobody else can. I think he's a little loose sometimes, and like with turnovers. And Joe Burrow, it's weird. Every time I kind of count him out it kind of hits this point in the season and then it's this guy just comes alive and he's just unbeatable. So, I mean, do you want to be the regular season champion or do you want to have a guy that is just absolutely ice cold in the playoffs? This dude is, yeah, he's just a winner. And I don't think I'm not saying Josh Allen's not that I think Josh Allen is every bit of that. I just, if if I could pick one, I'm taking, I mean, Josh we're,
2: Allen. we're, we're 13 seconds away from Josh Allen being in the Super Bowl last right. year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If their defense can stop Mahomes for 13 seconds, right? The Bills are in the Super Bowl last year, um, or not the Super Bowl, but the uh, the AFC Championship, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can't put that on Josh Allen. I mean, he f- balled out last year in that game. I- I'll say this: I think Josh Allen's ceiling might even like if he, when he's playing out of his mind. He might be the best quarterback in the league. It's fair. His I, his absolute that. ceiling might be better than Mahomes' absolute ceiling, but he doesn't play at that ceiling as often or as consistent as Mahomes does. Mm-hmm. And I think Joe Burrow his ceiling might not be as high as Josh Allen's mostly because of he doesn't have I mean he's got a good arm but Josh Allen's got a howitzer and and his I mean his legs. The dude is unreal. But Joe Burrow plays at a constant up here a 10 he's just always great josh allen plays unbelievable unbelievable down game down Mm -hmm. game on oh my god i can't believe he just did that oh he he threw two picks and in only completed 52% of his passes so i think it's consistency Mm -hmm. it's what what do you value more i mean we're sitting here talking about like i said a down year and he's seventh in the league in passing yards and second in the league in touchdowns and second in qbr i mean Leading the league in turnovers can be a bad thing, but also at the same time, if you make up, I mean, Matthew Stafford led the league in turnovers last year and they won the Super Bowl because he made big plays. That's you know true. What I mean? Um, I, I don't know. I, I think it just depends on what you want. Again, Josh Allen has digs and, and McKenzie and Davis are nice, but Josh Allen's making them. You know what I mean? Joe Burrow doesn't have to make any of his receivers. T. Higgins would be a one on almost every team. Sure. You know, Jamar Chase is a top. Four, three receiver in the league. Their their number three would be a two on most teams. So T Higgins would the only T Higgins would be the two on Buffalo only because Stephon Diggs is there. Um. So it's just. Uh, I think Joe Burrow has better weapons. Also, has more of a run game. They don't run the ball at all. Yeah. It's it's all on Josh Allen. That's Mm -hmm.
1: true. And for me, I'm just wondering. So we're talking about Josh Allen, like, you know, he was 13 seconds away from the AFC championship game, all that stuff. But how many more seasons say this happens again next year and they don't make it to the championship game? Or they just fizzle out and they don't, you know, whatever. They get real close but just get knocked out of the playoffs again. Like, how many years in a row until people start to say, Allen can't get him over that threshold? You know what I mean? In the playoffs. Because you get some of these quarterbacks that kind of get that, you know, that stigma around them. Like, they just can't get their team to that
2: next level. Jim Kelly. I mean Dame Marino only ever went to one Super Bowl. What
1: if they what if Josh Allen doesn't ever get the Bills there?
0: If I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm taking my chance. Yes. That,
2: bro. You're, you're rolling I'm, with a, Josh. I'm, 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 okay. me, I'm just saying, no, what I know it. Like,
0: I, I, it could happen for the, sure. I mean, I,
2: he could go his whole career. He could play 10 years and never make it there, and it would still be stupid of them to entertain getting rid of him. I, okay. That's not what I was saying, but.
1: <laughs> all right. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you obviously don't get my point. Keep
2: pushing, keep pushing your point. What are you? What's your point? What are you trying I to say? I don't have one. Uh, yeah. He's. Um, because again, I, you make the argument, he got them over the hump last year. He gave them the lead with 13 seconds to go. So, I mean, um, there's only so much a guy can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, but no, I, I think it just depends on you, what you want. I think Bill's fans will say, you know, Josh Allen's better. And obviously Bengals fans are gonna be screaming Joe Burrow. I think it's, we're splitting hairs, you know, just depends on what you want. He's um, got
1: a lot of good quarterbacks.
2: Yes, yep. which is if you if you go look at some of the quarterback play in the AFC and then you see that's why the Browns did what they did. Even even worst case scenario, the Deshaun thing doesn't work out. You had to try something it because it's you weren't winning anything with our last quarterback. Nope, you weren't, you, you weren't doing
1: it. You couldn't hold a candle to any of these guys.
2: No. So you you had to you had to take a chance. You had to take a risk to do something because the goal isn't to be just, you know, the Packers. Or, I mean, honestly, you can make it the Ravens the last 10 years. They haven't done anything either. You sure. know, I don't I don't care about being a regular season champion. You know, I want to go to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. And you weren't going to do that with our last quarterback. Um, so, and this is kind of fun news for the Browns. It's a Callahan was turned down a job. Or not turn down a job, but turn down a chance to interview for an offensive coordinator position for the Jets. Right. So he could stay and be our offensive line coach in Cleveland.
1: Yeah. Took an extension
2: to stay here in Cleveland. So whenever you hear people talk about bad culture in Cleveland, I mean, that kind of, t- like, you don't, why would he do that if the culture was bad here? If he thought there was no hope or we weren't, there was no shot and this was, you know, a black hole, why would he do that? Who, who would want to be just an offensive line coach if they could be an offensive coordinator?
1: That's a good point. I mean, if he was getting an interview request from the Jets, I mean, odds are there were other teams that might have kicked the tires on him a little bit, you know, that's not for sure. But he just said, "No, I'm just going to stay here and take the extension to be the O-line coach for the Browns."
2: I mean, the Jets are kind of up and coming a little sure. bit. Sure, uh, they're quarterback they're, back away. They're,
0: they're uh, that's all they're away. I yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, if they land like a Derek Carr or something, they're, like they're going to be pretty good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, no, that I thought that was that was interesting.
1: That was, I mean, that was great for me. It was, you know, the first two real big moves of the off season for the Browns were, you know, bringing in uh, Jim Schwartz and mm-hmm. then seeing that Bill Callahan decided he wanted to stay here. It's like, that's awesome. Those are two great steps forward to building yeah. this, you know, team for next
2: year. Yeah. I uh, the, the Jim Schwartz thing is we haven't spent a ton of time because we haven't all been together yet, but yeah. no, we haven't
1: gotten Justin's take on Schwartz
0: yeah. yet either.
2: How excited are you?
0: So here's my thing. I think the nervous Cleveland fan in me is like, God, I hope this works. God, this has to work. Right. But as far as like, I think it came down to two guys. I think it was Flores and Swartz. I love the fact that he's coached the team. He can run the defense. That's his. Like, I I honestly, like, I think Stefanski going in this year should have some hands on a little bit with everything. But Swartz will handle that defense. And then we've talked about it. He's just kind of nasty. He's got a kind of an attitude about him. and, And everybody talks highly of him. But um, I'm super excited. A lot of a lot of people talking about wide nine and stuff like that for Miles Garrett, like how you can line up a you know a gap out, but they say you have to have strong uh, interior tackles. Yep. So yeah. We're so slate on that right now. Uh, yeah, Hopefully. Andrew Barry, <laughs> get to work.
2: Yes, uh, I, I, I'm. I I said I'm just super pumped. They didn't try to outthink themselves. Mm-hmm. That there's two, I think candidates that were clearly above the rest it's fair. yeah and they went with the one who i think you could probably keep longer term over i think flores would have been a one and done He'd have been a head coach again that's fair and
0: i think you i think they, you couldn't have lost
2: either way the like, one who correct.
0: probably
1: wanted to, i mean i'm not saying that flores didn't want to be in cleveland but i think jim schwartz really did mm-hmm. you know i think he genuinely wants to coach here yep.
2: yes so, i mean he's coming home technically yeah right yeah so yep. uh no i'm just i just don't think he's not going to put up with any bullshit like, you know, we like that. we kind of saw the defense this year, like John Johnson kind of chirping at people like on Twitter and Denzel Ward doing And I just think like and Miles Garrett in press conferences calling out and I just think Jim Schwartz just won't put up like he's going to hold players accountable and he's just going to be like, you're going to do what I say or get on the bench. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he's not Greg Williams, but he's more on the Greg Williams spectrum. Oh, he's gritty.
0: He, oh, he's, he's not quiet. I like mean when
2: he tried to fight Jim
0: Harbaugh. Yeah, man. He's a little nasty. Yeah. But we, we need that. We need that so, we, so bad. How you if know, we, we've been saying we need to be tough for for it feels like years now. Yes. Our defense needs just to be a little tougher, a little attitude. Yes, if this if, guy is bringing that.
2: If Kevin <laughs> Stefanski is going to be your head coach and he's going to be stoic and even-keeled, I'm fine with that. That's his personality and that's fine. But then I think he needs to have a couple people around him that have a little bit of edge. Yeah. Because like I said, not everybody reacts the same way. You can't coach this all 53 guys the same way. Right. They all right. respond differently to to different coaching strategies. So you got to have a couple guys on your staff that can just Get into some people and fire some people up. And So I, I, I can't wait. I think the defense, as long as Andrew Barry does his job and gets us a couple of defensive tackles, defense should be w- super improved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But well, before we get out of here, who's going to the Super Bowl?
0: Who's going to the Super Bowl? Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay.
2: I'm going to say. I think ASC is easy. I won't say easy. Maybe exactly. maybe Mahomes will. It's a miracle. You can't ever
1: count Mahomes
0: out. I don't. Or Reed. Yeah. Or I, I, Andy Reid. Yeah. Go. There it is. I mean,
2: I I just when I watch the Bengals, I just don't think they're that good. No, I actually somebody posted this on Twitter and I commented back and they said, why do the. Bengals, why, how do people keep losing to the Bengals? And I said, I ask this all the time. I said because <laughs> I watch the Bengals play the Browns, and that's pretty much it. And when they play us, they're not that good, right? We, I mean, we've pretty much had their number for the last four years or so. And then I watch other teams play them it's like stupid mistake. I mean, the Chiefs last year. Yeah. I could not believe the, the Chiefs lost to him, and I was mm-hmm. like, just doing stupid things. And I'm like, oh it's like they catch every break. Well, every they, bounce goes their way. The Rams
1: should have lost to him in the Super Bowl. If you remember, there were some calls that was like, otherwise the Bengals would have won that too. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: It's like, it, it, oh, go ahead, guys. It, no, you go ahead. It, it was weird because last year we were like, you know, this is an opportunity that he probably won't ever get again in his life. You know, <laughs> and we 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 honestly were like, well, hey, good for you, Cincinnati. You guys made it to one. Hey, you know that was your one.
2: Oh, no. So it's, it's we met, we met first one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever count them out. I think we just posed the question. Will Joe Burrow make it yeah, back? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we ever said we he were just wouldn't saying make it back. Historically. I think it'd be hard. Yes. It's hard to, there's guys that
0: play for 15 years. Don't even get there.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, or get to the playoffs. But,
2: but Joe Thomas, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go Bengals. Okay. And then. My brain is saying Niners, but my, for some reason I just can't yeah. shake. Like my guts saying Eagles, and I just can't shake that feeling. So I, I am gonna say Bengals,
0: Eagles. I uh, I want to say Eagles, but I am gonna say Niners, and I am gonna say I just can't pick the Chiefs. Just doesn't. I I feel like they were already you know zero and three against Joe Burrow, and then now you are sending out a beat up Patrick Mahomes and Chad Henney can't. Chad Henney's nice, but he can't win that game for him. No, Uh so give me the Bengals, which that's unfortunate. Yep.
1: Well, make it three for three on the Bengals from the AFC. Um, I'm with you though, Justin. I think I think this might be the the year the 49ers go like get past that NFC Championship. You know how they fell short against Green Bay a couple yep. of years ago, and it just man that that defense. They're just playing like you said. Like they're playing Their different. They're just different. They're right fast now. to the ball. Yeah. They're, they're relentless. Yes. Like that that is the i mean i'm excited to watch both these games but that's the one
0: i'm like i can't wait
2: i already told the wife hang said, on a second i gotta need a couple i like three I'm watching hour both block these here. Games. i'm gonna need about seven hours And a lot of times i'll end up watching the game on my phone because the baby's running around and then i was like no this week i'm watching these games it's going on the big TV. <laughs> yes <thing>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, i can't i can't wait i can't wait um but all right we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up Remember. Go on, vote for the Mad Dog Awards, share the links with your friends. Again, even if they don't listen, they can still vote. More votes we get, the better. Uh, Let us know what you guys think about the Josh Allen-Joe Burrow debate. Uh, I know if you're from Buffalo, how you're going to react. And I know if you're from Cincinnati slash Kentucky, how you'll react. (laughs) But if you're everybody else, let let us know. (laughs) Let us know how you feel. Uh, And then let us know who you guys think is going to uh, the Super Bowl. This is a fun time of the year for uh, NFL fans. Super Bowl is always a good time. Can't wait for Rihanna at the halftime show. Me too, bro. (laughs) Me too. So. Uh, love Mariana. Yeah. So it's going to be a good time. Uh, we appreciate you guys all listening um, and uh, and being here with us even though the Browns are done. Hopefully we can make it through this painful offseason. Some fun stuff will happen and uh, you know we'll head into next year on a high note. Uh, and hopefully the Bengals don't win the Super Bowl for the love of God. God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- again, thank you guys for being here with us through thick and thin. We appreciate all your guys' support and we'll see you guys next week.